Welcome to the Newsbusters podcast with your host, executive editor of Newsbusters, Tim Graham. Hello and welcome. No wearing black today for the Packers losing in the last minute this weekend. It was a good run and it caused a lot of 49er fan dyspepsia. Uh, there was a lot of stomach churning on social media on Sunday as Ron DeSantis suddenly announced he was getting out of the presidential race and endorsing Donald Trump. This early? I mean, at least that was my reaction. Uh, DeSantis then quoted Winston Churchill, and in a final slap, PolitiFact flagged him as false. The Churchill experts say his quote wasn't an authentic Winston utterance. So, so far in 2024, I'm keeping track. PolitiFact's now at 20 to 1 in checking politicians by name. 20 Republican fact checks, one for Joe Biden. We would remind you, This whole thing of DeSantis pulling out should be seen as a win for the network Newsies since Rich Noyce pointed out that all of the Republican contenders were submerged under their obsession for Trump. The evening news shows dedicated almost 1,200 minutes to Trump while DeSantis got 166. That's almost seven times as much time for Trump. And Rich pointed out 126 minutes of those 166 were from January through July. So as the campaign got closer and closer to Iowa and New Hampshire, less and less coverage. They were starving DeSantis of attention in the last three months. So let us repeat. The liberal media claim they deeply love democracy, but they didn't actually want democracy in their coverage of this Republican primary race. It seems quite clear they didn't want a race. Nikki Haley now is the one Republican candidate who remains. How many minutes did she get in 2023? 35. That means Trump received 34 times as much attention as she did. The sexism was rampant, guys. So our main topic or issue today is the March for Life. You know, for many years at Newsbusters, we have noticed that the networks don't like this event. They try to pretend it does not exist. Uh, But liberal journalists, like their friends and allies in Democrat politics, think abortion is a great issue for Democrats in 2024. So why wouldn't they show a little bit of the March for Life? It's going to be so damaging to the Republicans. Some journalists were down there. My boy Ben was down with his camera with our own Tira and Rose Mandelberg from MRC Culture. Welcome, TR. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So you go down into these things and you're like, well, I want to show people the event, uh, set the stage, talk to some pro-lifers. But also, Eric Shiner always says, find me the crazy people. <laughs> yeah. I My mom's always so grateful when Ben comes because, you know, being five foot five foot two she's always so worried that I'm going to get attacked or something so I'm very grateful that our our camera guys are much bigger than me and can protect me if need be but there weren't so many crazies this year but when we were down for um, when Roe v. Wade was being overturned there were Mm. so many and I remember one time AOC pummeled into me and I was like wow of course I get taken out by some skinny little Latino lady (laughs) (laughs) she taller than you or not taller than you um honestly I don't know (laughs) it was a blur (laughs) 
Yeah, I, well, I would have said to your mother, the March for Life is usually a very peaceful thing, and then the number of pro-abortion protesters who show up. Uh, back in the day, I used to go as a reporter at the in the Bush George W. Bush years, and what they would do is generally there'd be like twenty of them right on the steps of the Supreme Court, which is where the march generally ends, and they would be there in their little huddle. But yeah, and the and the joke at the time was. So the March for Life turns on like fifteen or 20,000 people, and they have 20. <laughs> and it's 50-50 on the evening news if it gets mentioned. Right, right. There's so, none. <laughs> so, but you did, You let's go to, you, you were like, well, let's find some people who are down there protesting for Planned Parenthood. Now, you found this guy. Uh, he didn't look like somebody Planned Parenthood sent. Uh He's holding this flimsy white sheet that says, this man supports Planned Parenthood. But it's like written with a, like a black Bic ballpoint pen. Like you can't, <laughs> you can't read it from 12 inches away. But, uh, but he was kind of golden for some of the stuff he was saying. Let's listen. I'm supporting people in Planned Parenthood um, that can't be out here today. They're doing work and so they can't be out here. So I'm out here doing my job to protect women and not the little fetuses. So at this point, you're like, yeah, this is the guy we wanted. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I texted my boss. I was like, we got a good one, letting him know that we got somebody that said some some crazy stuff. And I, I honestly do feel bad for this kid because I've seen him out there. I've been out there the last two or three years a lot dealing with um, pro-life issues. And I see him out there. I want to say every time or at least, um, you know, like 75% of the time. And he did mention at one point during our um, conversation that he said, this is my job. And I'm thinking, hmm. who the heck hired you? Do, you? do you just mean like this is your job as like a, you know, a citizen to be right. out here protesting? But there are other ones that say, you know, I'm paid to be here. I don't even really care. And I'm like, why, if this man is like paid to be here, why would they pick him who can, who clearly doesn't know what he's talking about? Yeah. Well, but the funniest part of all of this, after he talks about uh, the little fetuses, he doesn't care about the little fetuses. uh, He starts talking about all the, I guess you asked him what Planned Parenthood does. Yeah. He said they were busy. They were too busy to come out. Planned Parenthood was doing their very important work. So he had to be here in place of them. Uh, and then, the, but the funny part is he starts talking about vasectomies and you said, well, have you had one? And he was, he said, yes. <laughs> Listen to this. What kind of work is Planned Parenthood doing today? They are doing abortions. They are doing gender affirming care. They are doing vasectomies. They are doing a whole bunch of great stuff. Great stuff. Have you had a vasectomy? I've actually had a vasectomy. Yes, I have. Is, do you feel like it's great stuff? Yeah, no, yeah, because if I'm a woman or if I'm a guy and a woman comes and calls me and says, oh, you're my baby daddy, I can say I have a vasectomy. We never had sex, so you can't be the baby daddy. Now, this is where it just gets weird. Like, who is this guy? Uh, And you kind of followed it to the next level uh, where you said, uh, well, are you for a right for a woman to just shoot somebody? And then he says, oh, murder's perfectly fine. You know what happens during an abortion? I've watched plenty of videos. And you're still okay with it? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm perfectly fine. 
with women having the choice. The choice to what? The choice to have an abortion. The choice to have whatever they want done, they can get done. So, like, do you do you respect the choice for a woman to shoot somebody if they if they want, or like? Yeah, yeah no, murder is perfectly fine. I know you on Newsbusters. That was your headline. I mean, it is uh, the 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 pro aborts that kind of murder they think is perfectly fine. I hope they're not like, yeah, right to woman, right? A woman has a right not just to kill the babies, but anybody she wants. <laughs> right. Yeah. I I do feel kind of bad for him, honestly, because like when he did say that, I I I really hope he meant you know just abortion. Not that that's not that means the word just in front of it. It is murder, but. Um, you know, when I asked that question, I think I confused him a little bit in the sense that he was like, yeah, of course, murder is fine. And essentially, he he was saying that you could shoot somebody. But, um, you know, being out there for the against the march, I think he was hopefully insinuating just abortion. But then again, these people do say and do really crazy things. So I wouldn't be too surprised. I think that, yeah, he strikes me as uh, it's interesting that you say you see him a lot. And that that's actually an interesting point is that there are people who would show up every year, just like there are people who come to the March for Life who've been coming to the March for like 50 years in mm-hmm. a row, which, you know, to me, what gets undervalued in all of this is that it's, a, like this year, it's an undertaking to come here in in the weather uh, and, you know, freeze and, yeah. and so on. And... Uh, People don't get credit for that. I mean, you know, now there's this whole notion some people were saying, well, Roe is over. Dobbs is the law of the land. So why not have a pro-life anniversary march in June when when (laughs) Dobbs... I know. I would not be be opposed to that. (laughs) Well, I mean, I suppose you're right. I feel the same way about Ben when you send them down when the left is really angry about something. It is not, I don't feel like you guys are safe. It makes me nervous. <laughs> uh, and so, I, yeah, I, March for Life's different. It's so peaceful yeah. in, in general, um, and the protest is generally fairly tiny. Um, and that, on some weird level, is what makes it less newsworthy because mm-hmm. it's, it's peaceful and nobody wrecks anything. And right. that's, that's kind of the way they are. So then uh, you do make this point about the snow, there's this group called Repro Action canceled their counter protest because it was snowy out. So then they tried this weird notion that somehow, you know, unlike the pro-lifers, we're going to put safety first. That's a pretty odd thing for an abortion advocate <laughs> to say, in my opinion. And they called the march a noxious event. Uh, you talked to somebody who made the right point. What I have noticed is that there's not a lot of protesters. I've only seen a handful. What do you think, like, why do you think that they're not out here? So I actually saw that they posted online that they were canceling their counter-protest because of the snow. They weren't ready to make that sacrifice and they wanted to stay warm. It's funny because they, they, um, the way they posted it, they, like, tried to push it and blaming us because, like, we weren't trying to keep our people safe. But they didn't want to come outside in the snow and we're, like, totally fine being uncomfortable and making sacrifices because we're literally not being dismembered so like i'm fine yes uh which is more dangerous a little snow or a trip to planned parenthood that's the question of the year it it, i saw that tweet and i laughed out loud because it was clearly just their attempt to say 
let's blame the pro-lifers because we're too cold and lazy to go out and stand for what we believe in and it's their their right to do that if they want to go and protest you know calmly and nicely they're welcome to do that um but they didn't want to go because it was cold and snowy and like that girl was saying how many times you know it's not our call to be live a life of convenience our our call is to live lives of inconvenience and how inconvenient is it to have your body ripped uh, apart in the womb you know the snow's nothing compared to that <laughs> yeah and so life news made a list of some of their favorite signs that has some of these themes maybe you saw some of these their rights don't end where your comfort begins that would match what we're yep. just talking about some of these were some of these were positive some of them were more negative Every baby deserves a birthday. That's yep. that's a good one. Have the spine to defend humankind. Uh, these are all better signs, too. They don't like they're written in big pen. <laughs> yeah, we have access to markers in the pro-life movement. Americans are born to be free if only they were free to be born. Mm. Uh, and then, going back to this guy, would it bother us more if they used guns? This is kind of a joke people make. Like, you guys hate guns so much, but I guess they, you know, you'd have to pull the baby all the way out to shoot yeah, it. But, yeah, yeah, seriously. And then I I do like this one. Uh, they have a drawing of a, of a womb, and it says, can we at least protect this border? Oh, that's good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good for this year. And then, of course, there's the, there's just the plain old, abortion is stanky. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. If you notice all those signs, though, none of them are, like, mean. None of them are aggressive. None of them are, you know, they're they're charging what their point is, right? They're pointing it out, and they're being stern about it, but they're not saying things like the pro-aborts would say, which one of them was uh, that I saw this summer was, keep God out my P-U-S-S-Y, like right. all these graphic and vile things. And then you contrast that with... Um, you know, the whole March for Life Day. Like, it's not like the Women's March where everyone is violent and angry. There's a video that uh, Students for Life put out um, and recently, just, just this week, about the March for Life. And it was just a video time lapse of all the protesters or all of the marchgoers. And none of them looked unhappy. None of them were angry. None of them were violent. They were just calmly walking, smiling through the snow. And then there's like four or five protesters that you see, and they're all just screaming and cursing. And it's like, look at the difference in the two groups. Yeah, I mean, I had a number of years where I just attended the march as a citizen, you know, going down on a bus from our church. And it was, yeah, it was, uh, for the people on the bus, it was sort of like, we're just going to be witness to the world. We're just going to show up and in numbers mm-hmm. that say we're here. And... Uh, you know, I think that might be one of the reasons the networks don't find it very interesting because, yeah, the speakers don't say really nasty things about the yeah. feminists. And it's very peaceful and happy. And they're like, we're bored. Yeah. Uh, uh, then there was this sign, pro-choice Catholic is an oxymoron, uh, which is always a fun theme. Again, they're running around now saying Biden and Harris is going to make abortion a major issue. And it's like, <laughs> doesn't that sort of clash? With the so-called devout Catholic president. Uh, and you had people there that were saying, you know, abortion, it's a mortal sin. And, and But you noted the leftist group calling themselves 
Catholics for choice. Yeah. I mean, talk about a an oxymoron. Ast- an, and an astroturf group. That's a group that like the George Soros's of the world would want to fund. Uh, and they tweeted today. The anti-choice minority is in D.C. for the so-called March for Life, the largest anti-abortion event in the country. But Catholics for Choice is lining the march route with the truth. Faithful Catholics have abortions. (laughs) See, that's where you're like, where's the fact checkers? Yeah, seriously. How come there isn't a, a, a censorship thing on this that's completely false? It's like faithful Catholics cheat on their spouses. Yeah, what? Like, it doesn't make any sense. List all the other commandments. Faithful Catholics steal stuff. Right, you know? right, <laughs> right. According to their logic, that's true. So they glued a poster with that message to some sort of post in their tweet right across the street from what we call the National Shrine, officially the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception. So, I mean, they're obviously counterposing Catholics and choice, I guess, uh, but... You know, some of the coverage of this in the like in the newspapers, the Washington Post, you'll get a kick out of this. This is their lead paragraph with an overturned Roe versus Wade drifting further into the past. Anti-abortion advocates tromping along snowy Washington streets Friday for the March for Life described finding new unity in two things. Here's where it gets bad. The need to do more for pregnant people and. And the need to, again, support Donald Trump for president. So oh my God. pregnant people right there in the lead paragraph. Yep, yep. It's like, once again. Because men can get pregnant. Don't forget, everybody. <laughs> Please don't forget. It's 2024. You should know this by now. You know the Washington Post has an editor that just comes in on your copy and goes, nope, you have to say pregnant yes, people. Yes. Uh, then, by contrast, the top of the Washington Post Homepage on Monday has the the joyful headline, Biden expands abortion contraception protections on Roe anniversary. That's our Catholic president. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And it notes Health and Human Services Secretary Javier Becerra also plans to send a letter to health insurers instructing them of their obligation to provide no-cost contraceptives, according to a memo the White House sent to reporters on Sunday. It's like, is they, once again, yeah, do Catholic taxpayers want to be in favor of the Affordable Care Act offering no-cost contraceptives? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's against the Catholic doctrine. But. I, want, <laughs> I want access to no, uh, you know, no-cost coffee. I mean, Nothing is free, everybody. <laughs> Nothing is no cost. Somebody's paying for it. Yes, but, appara- <laughs> but apparently the federal government under the Democrats think subsidizing you know, sex is the most important thing they can do. But this is exactly the problem is that, yeah, they, they never find a contrast. You know, NPR had a story touting Kamala Harris. Uh, and they, they never, you know, running around for abortion. They never show the contrast with this administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, uh, and, you know, by the way, Politico reported this. Uh, I blogged this a while back. Biden once told a crowd in 2005, the next Republican that tells me I'm not religious, I'm going to shove my rosary beads down their throat. I did not want to visualize that. (laughs) Thanks a lot. Well, this is where it's like, yeah, 
That's not Catholic either. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Neither is killing babies, but that's an aside. Right? We're told right, that Biden? we're told that Biden carries around his little rosary beads or a rosary bracelet in his pocket, you know, for his son Beau and whatnot. So mm-hmm. apparently, if he wants to shove rosary beads down your throat, he has access. That's the one who we can't remember how he died. Yeah, he always <laughs> says he died in Iraq because of the burn pits. It's like even the fact checkers were like, "Well, there's no proof the burn pits were." fatal for people but of course yes he also makes it sound like his son Bo he was a lawyer but he makes it sound like you know my son Bo was G.I. Joe G.I. Bo he was <laughs> fighting the Iraqis yeah no okay so the New York Times this is the natural thing they put the story on A13 but it, they did make sure they had time for the pro boards in this story of course this is a great one uh Minnie, that's her name is Minnie, M-I-N-I, hmm. Minnie Timaraju, president of Reproductive Freedom for All. The GOP can't and won't stop losing elections, and their answer is to double down on their horrific policies by celebrating an increasingly extremist shrinking minority with a march. They're so out of touch. <laughs> Who has horrific policies? Yeah, the the ones with the horrific <laughs> policies are the the ones that want babies to live the most basic human right. Oh yeah, we're horrific. Yeah, I mean that's it's horrific too. Yeah, I mean this is they they don't recognize that there's an idealism there. They're, yeah. they're like basically saying, I, I mean this is where yeah your your man in black on the street it, he exemplifies the whole thing, which is um. It's a baby if you decide it is. Right, right. He literally said, he said, if you want it to be, then it will be. If you don't, then it won't. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that is the moral relativism. And obviously also the, the capital S science. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's yes. not a human being unless you decide it is. Right. Trust science when it's convenient with your narrative, but not when it's not. So, of course, on the networks, we try to look every year. Alex Christie found over the weekend the Friday evening and Saturday morning shows for ABC and NBC and CBS all ignored the March for Life. But on Friday night, NBC Nightly News had a story about how college students are going to decide not to go to college in dreadful red states <laughs> like Alabama. Okay, bye. Good. <laughs> they don't want you there well, the anyway. whole, con- <laughs> But the whole controversy they were having in this story was Alabama gave you a scholarship offer, and she's like, eh, no, you pay for my college. I... I might need to get an abortion. So, oh my God. I mean, it, it, but this is actually also kind of an interesting thing is that they do see it as the Roe versus Wade anniversary. So they want to do that pro abortion right, story. Right, right, right. I mean, couldn't you have at least led into your pro abortion story by saying thousands of people right, came to Washington? There was a ginormous march for life How again. But instead, Lester Holt was like, Millions of high school seniors are grappling with one of the b- biggest decisions of their lives, where to go to college. Savannah Seller reports there's one factor that's taking on a growing role. So apparently there's some Gallup poll they took last year that showed that 73% of young adults say reproductive health laws are a factor in their decision on where to enroll in college. Well, the problem with that poll, as I see it, is... Well, first, you you ask access to reproductive health right. services. I mean, could you be a little bit more 
obvious. Well, they consider killing babies reproductive health, even though you've already reproduced when you are pregnant. So I went and found the poll, and of course it broke down that 80% of Democrats said this, but also 62% of Republicans said this. And we all know 62% of Republicans are not pro-choice. Right. So obviously some people answer that as, yes, I would like to go to college in a state that respects human life, Mm. but that's not the way it's being deployed. of course not. Why would they be clear about what they found? (laughs) Uh, They are all running around. They love to use these polls where they say 70% favor you know, abortion for all or most reasons. And it's like, to me, again, you're always going to find maybe 30% are hardcore abortion for any reason. And then yeah. you're going to find people that will say, uh, the, the, they, they, they blur the middle ground into the pro-choice side. Right, right. And say, look at us, 70%. Um, now, they're not wrong that some of these states have had referendums. They've, they obviously have a lot of energy to turn out against those. And that is a problem for the pro-life movement. But... Uh, I guess I would wrap with this notion, and that is that uh, there is an interesting question about where does where does the pro-life movement go? Because on some level, they've had some success. Yeah. You made this point. I think that the news media totally ignore that uh, there was a study that found 32,000 more children were born because of Dobbs. Yeah. And that's not even, ca- that's just counting the ones, um, I think it was with heartbeat laws mm-hmm. and um, later, but the ones with more strict roles that were instated those that's even more tens of thousands of babies so yeah i mean you would think that would be seen as good news but obviously since somebody's choice was curtailed right uh it's it's not good it's news. backwards it's backwards i went to a, a vans for life event and um tim ballard the one who inspired sound of freedom he had mentioned that um the devil is attacking our kids and and with that 32,000 thing and how people are mad about that um it's that's exactly what it they're is they're angry that children were saved Ch- yeah they're mad that that kids were saved that like, does god forbid right sounds evil but yeah children are the targets of the devil and i'm like yeah that, that that's all those people that are mad about them being alive so the sound of freedom that's that uh anti-human trafficking movie they made with Jim Caviezel. Yep, that's the one. That made a ton of money and then, you know, despite the news media not noticing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of events around the march. There was a, was this at the, or there was a dinner, there's usually a, a rose dinner or whatever the night before. You were That there. was the night, yeah, the night of the March for Life. Then um, this Vans for Life, which is essentially, uh, they park vans outside of abortion facilities to give women a different choice to give mm-hmm. them the, the the option and say hey we want to help you we want to provide you resources let's give you an ultrasound and say you know abortion isn't the only option you have right now which is what the leftist media and left will just tell you so um ballard was at this event and he kind of compared um or, or just point out the similarities between abortion and the sex trafficking regime and how it's all part of the same evil family he said and how um you know we have to start protecting kids in the womb because we have this culture that doesn't value children and that's why they are getting aborted and then that's why they're getting sex trafficked yeah i mean i think and and obviously we know because uh they've been exposed you know that planned parenthood knows that uh, you know a 28 year old guy that's impregnated a 13 year old is going to bring that girl in oh yeah you know for an abortion and mommy and daddy never need to know. Right. I mean, there's all kinds of things like that. Or or prostitution, sex mm-hmm. workers, same thing, like, oops. Uh, and uh, so, I mean, these are the stories they don't want to do. There's so many stories. 
that they don't want to do. But it is funny in a sense. It's just the same way they have that hostility to crisis pregnancy centers where it's like, how dare you try to tell people they have a choice? Yeah, they want there to be. They're not pro-choice. They're pro-abortion. That's the thing. If you're pro if you say you're pro-choice and you allow somebody to get like to give them the choice to do that, then you're supporting abortion. I mean, you should be able to. Yes, we should be able to persuade and talk them out of it, perhaps. But they don't. It's the same way that they would like you to. They would like to. You would persuade people to say, "No, guy, you're actually a dude." Yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs> I checked. <laughs> but it's all about that convenience thing. Like the same reason we said that they didn't show up in the snow because of inconvenience. They don't. You know. They think. A child is an inconvenient little yeah blob parasite. of blob of protoplasm. <laughs> yeah, no, I went to a uh, I went to this, this back when I was a reporter. I went to this pro-choice rally, and the 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 I think the woman's name was Mary Prankster, like M A R Y Mary Prankster, and she sang this song, and she it had the lyric I'm gonna bust that little piece of dust. Yeah, you know. Okay. That's fine. I'm a I'm a clump of cells, technically. Yes. That's fine. It's not derogatory towards me. Oh, that's different. But uh-huh. see, that's always the irony of this. I keep saying I'm going to wrap up. But they always say, oh, well, most abortions take place before 12 weeks. Okay. So then you say, well, then let's set the line there. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, we can't yeah. have that. And then, and every time Trump or somebody says the, the Democrats support abortion up until birth, which is true, true, true. true <laughs> Once again, read the 2020 Democrat platform. They all go like, They don't like to be proven wrong. No, their fact check is, well, those are rare. Yeah, yeah. That's not a fact check. No, no. It doesn't (laughs) matter if it's rare. It's still happening. Tyr and Rose Mandelberg, we're glad you're out there with my boy Ben on the streets asking questions, sometimes making us laugh, (laughs) sometimes making us think, sometimes wondering, who is that guy? Is he all right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's great. Uh, MRC Culture has its own tag at the top of Newsbusters. You can find TR there. So we ask you to do that and make sure you come to Newsbusters once, twice, 24 times a day. Thanks for listening.